wrong beat for it. It's too early for this. Yo, what's going on, everybody? He's on the West Coast, and it's 10 o'clock here, side. What are you talking about? Boom, 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 boom. It's fucking so loud. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the awesome.com NBA strategy show. One of only potentially three, I think three remaining. Just throwing it out there. Could be two. Who knows? Anyway, sponsored by No House Advantage. I'm Dave Lochran at Lafay underscore D on the Twitter. For those of you podcast listeners, that's L-O-U-G-H-Y underscore D. Joined by Josh Engelman filling in for Adam Share, who uh, decided not to hook his internet up in his new apartment before he went on vacation. But par for the course around these ways, huh? No luck for uh, shit my modem today, so I'm taking over. It's whatever. The show's about to be better, so congrats to awesomeo.com for getting a better product out there today. Mr. D. Go, did you watch Hustle on Netflix? The Sandler one? Not yet. Not yet. I'm gonna. I heard Same. mixed reviews on that, but... Same. Did You didn't watch it yet? No. Yo, you know what I did watch yesterday that was insane? It was, you know, one of those hangover days. Still have to deal with your, my daughter running around and trying to, like just walk off couches now like they're you know cliff sides oh it's ridiculous she she's reckless i love it in a sense because she's got no fear but she's reckless man uh so i'm trying to maintain her living throughout the day as it's painful to even stand up i put on this documentary called tread on netflix about this guy what's up it's about tires no it's about this guy who felt wronged in this small town that he lived in because it was like that, you know, the good boys club kind of the sick, the council and everything trying to screw him every step of the way, or so he believed I won't, I won't give it all away, but he f- goes out and buys this monster monster bulldozer, or I guess it was a front loader, right? Just huge, huge thing and fortifies it like to the point where it no longer looked like anything from this world and starts just comes into the town and starts destroying every single building in the town. All the people that did him dirty, he thought he just literally what like a tornado ripped through. And they've got cops. They've got SWAT. They got everybody out there trying to stop this. They can't stop it. It went on for hours, dude. He went through the entire town and wiped it out. And it was a it was a worldwide story for a day. But interestingly enough, Ronald Reagan died the very next day. So you flip news cycles, it completely disappears. I'd never heard of it anymore. I'm telling you, you guys should watch this. It's, le- it's less than an hour and a half long. And it, it, you're, I see your reaction. It's one of the craziest things. And he has like a, he leaves a recorded version of his events in this heavy machinery. So they would find it. So throughout the documentary, they're playing his side of the story. They're also, you know, getting everyone else's side of the story. It's really well done. And they have live footage of him rampaging throughout the town. I'm fascinated. Can you pull up the image? Can you, Jordan, pull up the image of, uh, his name was Marv. It's called Tread. T-R-E-M-E-Y-E-R. H-E-E-M-E-Y-E-R. Okay, pull up. Just type, if you just type tread and that's it, you get it immediately. Okay. Do you, so you see how insane is that? Oh, and he had and and he had a 50 caliber rifle mounted in it. A 50 cal. It was amazing. And what he did was they're, they're trying to shoot through the portholes to get him, tiny board, but they were so small because he mounted five or six cameras on it. So he was using a screen to see where he was going. 
And then he had like this co compression system to blow air to clear out the dust from the cameras because he knew that, I mean, he had planned this meticulously. It was brilliant. I'm Look intrigued. at that thing though. I'm watching it. It was a sure. bulldozer. Yeah, it was a bulldozer. But it, is that, yeah, you got to watch it. It's insane. It, it's insane. They blasted it three times with, with, they, they with uh, some type, some type of charge and it did nothing, nothing. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Russia didn't watch this. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's so cool. David said it came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, I had never heard of it. Was it's no in the idea. critically acclaimed section on Netflix? But Jordan, did you click on one of the pictures of the? There it is. Click on that pic. Hold on, go down. The the picture of the of the dozer with it's completely fortified in steel. He was a professional welder, by the way. No, not that one. What are you doing, dude? There's a picture up. Anyway, it's sick. You got, you got, yeah, let me know what you think. It's actually, I'm not, a, sometimes documentaries can be super, yeah, there, that one, that one. Look at that fucker. <laughs> Huge. This is not at all how I expected to start this show off today. I mean, am I in the wrong for bringing this to everybody's attention though? No, not at all. Not and at all. Mid, midway through it, he just, there's just cinder blocks and pieces of building on the top of this thing. It was un unstoppable. I won't tell you how it actually stopped, but it was not by police intervention. Crazy, crazy stuff. Anyway, how was your weekend? Uh, good. No complaints. Hung out Saturday, just chilled at the house, had some cocktails, grilled some steaks, watched the UFC. All of that was good. Yesterday, went out, hit up a new pizza place in town. Good. Uh, nice. I got some beers bouncing around town. Just an all-around solid weekend. Nice. My buddy who used to live here, really like my best friend, lived right next door. Him and his wife, you know, we're great friends with them. We went over. They got a new place, nice pool and everything, and a nice backyard. And there's a bit of a downslope. So we decided to break out the croquet set, and we set up extreme croquet. Okay, this is – we're going to start a league. It is – you would you would thoroughly enjoy it. So we're okay. – we're setting up the gates like 30, 40 feet from each other on angles, downhill, uh, around obstacles. It is sick. When you're, when you're a little tipsy and you're playing extreme croquet, it, it, I'm telling you, man, it is a blast. We're playing $100 a game and just okay. so you got to get some money. 100 bucks. Well, 50 at first. And then we started. Yeah, you get. Of course. With every beer. Right. Sure. But it is fun. Gonna have to try it sometime. Uh, croquet, eh? You ever play it? Not once in my life. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. You advocating for croquet while simultaneously talking shit on, like, say, I don't know, soccer. This is very much not an American game, and you are you are not the person I would expect to want to play croquet. This was extreme croquet Americana. I mean, okay, I like Mountain Dew I, sponsors it. I create Red Bull. I created this game. I create we we created this game, and it's sick. It's sick. You guys, you guys would have a good time. But yeah, I had a good time. Watch, watch the watch the race. What race? Uh, Belmont Stakes. Didn't know that it happened. You know what that is. I'm familiar with the Belmont yeah. Stakes. Watch I think Belmont I did a video Stakes. on it last year with Ben. <laughs> oh right, and you <laughs> <laughs> didn't know it was yesterday legitimately had no idea 
next time we get another heavy wave of some type of, you know, airborne illness, they're going to take the extreme jungle gym ship shit or, or like uh, uh, cornhole off of ESPN. And you're going to see some extreme croquet and I'm going to be headlining it. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's sick. Best of luck to you in your future endeavors, man. It's sick. Hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so yet. I mean, we got 150 watching, 40 likes. We, we got to just... It, Belmont Stakes was Saturday, not yesterday. No, uh, either I, way. I, keep that... No, somebody had asked on... Keep that thumb... Keep the thumbs up flowing. Subscribe. And if you want to join, hit join down below. Free Super Chats each month. Custom emojis. The sweet badges are where it's at, too. I mean, David Porter iced up in there with the one-year badge. We'll always prioritize your questions, comments, along with our premium Discord members. Fun stuff. All right, man. So last game, just oh, – oh, and by the way, now all four games have been decided by 10 or more points. All four games. Crazy. Pretty incredible stuff. Not Very. to mention that – so I'm thinking here. Game one, 12 points was decided by. Boston was a dog. Game four, Golden State was a dog, still won by 10 points. Uh, Boston favored in game three. They won by 16. Warriors favored in game two. They won by 19. It is crazy how – and I'm not, this doesn't to say that these games haven't been close because most of them throughout, like the majority, have been competitive. Yeah. But it is amazing how it seems one team is just pulling away at the end of all, every single game. I mean – with four minutes and 57 seconds to go, Boston was 82% to win on Unpredictable. In game four? Yeah. Like, it was close the whole way, and then all of a sudden, it just wasn't. They were 82% to win with 4.57 to go. With 3.27 left, so we're talking a minute, 90 seconds. Legitimately, 90 seconds later, they were 28% to win. Wow. Yeah, that's basketball. Crazy. Wiggins rebound. Wiggins put back. Jalen Brown misses. Curry gets the board. Clay makes a three. Jalen Brown misses a three. Curry, another board. Curry makes a jumper. Tatum misses a three. And then uh, Draymond gets the board, and they're down to 28%. Like that. 90 okay. seconds. It's also kind of funny how Draymond Green, from a fantasy perspective, wasn't actually that bad. I mean. I know. Had, and now today he's the best play on DraftKings. Yeah. I said nine, it. He had nine. Well, that's what I actually wanted to talk to you about. I was looking at it this morning before we started. And yeah, yeah, he had nine rebounds, eight assists last game. He had the, the four steals. The shooting, it, the, you and I watched that game on playback. Come hang with us tonight. It's been a blast every time we've yes. done this. We'd love to have you guys hang out. Uh, we're watching, and it just looked like so many boneheaded plays, bad shots. It looked like his, it honestly looked like he was playing hot potato at one point. He had the yips mm -hmm. once he got the ball in his hand. But at the same time, now you're looking at a price where Draymond Green's basically the same salary as Derek White. Yeah. And, Clay Thompson's a thousand dollars almost more expensive than him. Clay Thompson's had one fine game in, in this too. Al Horford's minutes continue to trend downwards because Robert Williams is going up and Horford's more expensive. So you get where I'm going here. Like as 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 un, as difficult as it's been to watch Draymond Green play at times, 
to think that he should be cheaper than those guys or the same price as Derek White, to me, is crazy. Yeah, it's it's nuts. He Draymond ended up being my number one contender coming out of the video. Go watch that, by the way. And the process, all that stuff is right already here on this channel this morning. And I'm here filling in for Adam, just killing Monday mornings like it's my job because it is my job. But yeah, Draymond down to 6,600 makes no sense to me. It doesn't matter how much you think he sucks. They're not like they're not actually taking him off the floor for the bulk of the game. Is he going to be out for maybe like an offensive series or two if it's going really poorly? Maybe. But at 6,600, it doesn't take much. And it's not like I have some crazy stat line projected for him. It's like eight points, eight boards, seven assists, two and a half stocks. If he just gets to the rim twice, he's halfway to where he needs to be from a points perspective. You get like one or two putbacks and all of a sudden you're immediately at eight points. That price just doesn't make any sense. And we've been talking about it a lot throughout this series where we don't really have those 1K guys to provide value. You know, we've got Gary Payton at 3,400. Otherwise, like everybody is pretty expensive, which makes it a lot more difficult to pay down and get your Tatums, your Curries, Jalen Brown now 10K. Like it's, it's hard to even get to two of those guys in one lineup because of those price tags, because we don't have the pay down options. When you don't have those pay down options, the... Horford, Rob Williams, Derek White, Wiggins, Clay, Draymond, Looney, these 6K to 7K guys become very interesting in both spots, utility or captain. And that's why Draymond is going to stand out the most because you can use him anywhere and the salary just simply works. 70% of the time I had him coming out of the optimal. I, I love him today. Love him. And I love Clay too, which is also scary. I get it with Clay. Two things. Kevin... Heim said, playback was awesome, fellas. Made it even better that I chopped first place. Congrats, dude. Uh, nice. Definitely tuning back in tonight. Yeah, can't wait to see you there. All of you guys. It's been really fun. Uh, it this, really this, has. The platform is amazing. There's no delay when we watch these games together. We can watch the exact same stream at the same time. And you can control the volume. Uh, second thing, how good is Steph Curry? I mean... His what? shot making in game four was just ludicrous. Stupid. Ludicrous. I don't look, it took every bit of that too. That's what's kind of crazy. Like, yep. I don't he scares me. He's 11 4 now. He's the most expensive player on this slate. I don't disagree with it, but like that is a healthy price tag for a guy that isn't a great fantasy performer just in general. He's not uh, the same I, kind of like stat stuffer gets a bunch of steals and blocks and rebound. Like he's, he's great. He's like 1.2, whatever the hell, like I, I don't want to undersell him there, but like he doesn't have the kind of games where if he's not scoring there, you can't get there with him. There aren't going to be other stats that save the day. Yeah, this is true. But at the same time, you're also going to see a Stephen Curry with a higher usage rate than we've seen all season, uh, all season. Like this is, yeah, it, it is not the same Steph Curry that we've seen. So I think we can at least consider that factor in as well. I mean, you're, you're, you're legitimately talking about someone who look, look at, look at his usage, look at his involvement through these games. These, For sure. And, and it can't go anywhere. It can't go anywhere. You can't, I mean, is it possible that maybe, Andrew Wiggins and Poole and these guys just heat up, I guess. But what is the most likely outcome here? The most likely outcome is that Stephen Curry has to continue to go crazy. He has a 35% usage rate. Um, the next closest player is Jordan Poole, who's playing off the bench at 26. Wiggins is at 21.7. Thompson's at 21.6. Uh, 
Green's at 11.9. If, if Curry is, in fact, going to have, and I don't see why he wouldn't, continuously around 35% usage rate. And mind you, he's playing more minutes now. He played 41 minutes last game. I think it's a little bit more palatable than it would have been against, you know, Memphis or Dallas. Oh yeah. I, I completely agree with you there. Uh, it's just the price that's really difficult because of that lack of value. You have to build a very specific lineup. If you're going to Steph, the, uh, the idea of taking like a one K maybe it's a zero starts to come into play. If you're trying to get to like Steph plus one of Tatum and Brown, which I think is a more than viable thought process here. I mean, Bielitsa played seven minutes this last game. He's 1,400. I think he's going to be popular again as sort of a the only way that you can get to the two double pay-up options. Um, look, I've, I've, for the first time this series, I have Steph projected ahead of Jason Tatum by a little over a fantasy point. So I'm happily going to get there. I don't, I don't expect to have the same sort of fade on Curry that I had in games three and four. Right. But also, it is entirely plausible that Curry or Tatum isn't in the optimal captain tonight. I mean, it's totally. Oh, yeah. Especially when you look at some of these guys. I mean, Draymond Green. Look, you guys know Josh and I, we were just, I was just as frustrated with Draymond Green last time, but I had him at the captain spot in a bunch of those single entry contests, and it ended yeah. up, you know, top 1% of all of those. It is doable. So, sure. like, if Draymond Green finishes with, say, 43, which I know he hasn't been there, but he finished with 32 and had two points last game. He can rack up stocks. He will get rebounds. He had five offensive boards last game. He will get you assists. Just because he's been bad doesn't necessarily mean he's going to stay bad. That price opens up a ton. Uh, I don't think Looney's the craziest idea uh, as a captain either. Uh, Kevon Looney played 28 minutes off the bench last game. Rebounded well, though. There are, there's definite double-double potential here again. I guess what I'm saying is there are a lot of guys in that lower mid range that you could throw in the captain and feel great about and still get everybody else in your utility. You said dream on to 43 points, right? I think it's yeah. 9% chance of that happening. That's not crazy. It's not crazy at all. No. And like 40, you don't need 43. I, I can, I can tell you exactly. So Draymond to show up just simply in the utility spot. Um, 34 fantasy points is probably like a 50-50 shot that he's going to be there. Okay. In the captain spot, let's find Draymond here. So that's 63 and a half divided by 1.5. Boy, are you good. The most likely scenario for Draymond Green to be in the captain spot, 42.3 fantasy points. Not bad, not bad. Which means you can get there at like... 40, 41, 42. You can sneak in at that point. It might still right. work, but you get to 43. There's a decent shot. 40, and that's without the multiplier because 43 then becomes like 60 or whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, of course. But and then he's getting around 10.9% captain ownership right now. Yeah. So it all kind of lines up, right? Great call there. Thanks. Love man. it. Thanks. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I, but it's not that like, is it likely that he gets there? No, but no. you're trying to win a tournament here. Right. That's, that's why we look at the data like we do. And I'm such a stickler to making sure that people understand what we're talking about here. These all come down to percentages. I think Draymond Green is like 8% to do what you're talking about. 10% to do somewhere in that neighborhood. That's, that should make sense to everybody. Is it going to be frequent? No. Is it like once a series? Yeah. Probably those are about the odds. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's how I would look at it too. And 
And look, it's it's not unrealistic to say, yeah, yeah. and then Curry and T- uh, Tatum have games around 45. You know, right. Right. Like, it's not it's not crazy to think that at all. And now we got to lump Jalen Brown into this mix, or do we just assume that like Jalen Brown isn't that good of a play because he's 10K, you know, $1,000 cheaper than Tatum, $1,400 cheaper than Steph, which he should be. Ownership is a little bit lighter too, but that's another guy where obviously you can't play Tatum, Brown, and Curry together. That's just like a lineup that isn't going to work for you at all. You probably got to pick two of those three. And the more likely scenario is you got to pick the best one of those three. So, no, you can do it. You just can't have either three of those at captain. Right. It, it, right. it, gets, it gets really, really tricky now that Jalen Brown's 10K. Like, how popular is this lineup going to be? Draymond Green, captain, Curry, Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kavon Looney, and Bielitsa. Very. Very. Yeah, of course, because you just get everybody else in there. You've got, so you now have the three highest priced players in your utility. But I don't know if I love that. I mean, Jalen Brown's very good, but that price tag is really getting up there. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit unsure why his price point would come up as much as it did across one game. What was that lineup you just gave me? So Dre at captain, Draymond Green yeah. at captain, Curry. Tatum, Jalen Brown. You good? Curry. Tatum, Tatum. Jalen Brown. Kavon Looney and Bielitsa. Leaves you $100. I like it. I like it. I'm just looking through my data now. Grades out pretty well. It's not a bad line. No, I don't know if I'd play it just from an ownership perspective, but like grades out well. That's what I'm saying. I think it'll be relatively popular, but yeah. then you could, all, but the thing is too, you could, you could swap out Bielitsa for Gary Payton and then you can throw in Wiggins or Clay Thompson, get it a little bit different there. I think that's entirely reasonable too. Then if you want, you can upgrade Looney to, to, to Robert Williams or something. So there's actually a lot you can do with Draymond Green at captain a lot and feel pretty Draymond, great about it. Draymond Green at captain is, uh, is the, the lineup that showed up the most in my sim. It was Draymond, Wiggins, Tatum, Poole, Clay, Smart. It makes sense to me, really. The, yeah. The so green, one of the three payoff options. Yeah. Green opens a, a ton up. Yeah. Uh, Stifler said, I, I don't see how you don't play Curry in the flex, at least. Oh, yeah. I, listen. I, Pretty easily. Y- you can do it. Well, I guess he was, I guess someone was talking about like a full out curry fade. I don't think you, you have to a lot. lot. If you're playing more than one, like he's projected for 60% ownership. He's basically not in half of the lineups. <laughs> right. What I'm saying though, is if I'm playing, if I'm playing a low, one of these mid range guys at captain, I would like to have curry in my utility. It depends who you have though. If you're playing, if the mid-range guy you're playing in the captain spot is Clay Thompson, yeah, then I don't think that that lineup necessarily needs Steph you don't Curry. Need, no. You're probably the first 11k guy or 10k plus guy that you're taking is Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. Correct. But now that Brown is so expensive, having Tatum and Brown together, I'd rather have Curry and Tatum or Curry and Brown in a lot of those lineups. I'm really curious to see how many of these, how many of those big three end up in the optimal. Because I think the most likely scenario is one. Of the, 
depends. It just depends who's a captain. It depends if you think this game is close. The bigger the blowout, the more likely it is that two of those guys are in there because you unlock value. But when you think if this about game it, is fully competitive, I think it's going to be hard to get two of those three guys. When you think about it, though, really only one game has blown out in the sense that that starters lose considerable minutes. Sure. Game two. Yeah. You know? I kind of – I like the pricing today. It makes it a little bit more fun. It gives us something to talk about. Dude, it's – here are the results of the top one, two, three, four, five, six guys from my sim. doesn't matter what their names are here. 70%, 65, 60 57, 56, 52. To separate out six guys that are basically all the same. You know, like I take a minute or two away from Draymond or Clay. Like we're, we're bunching these guys up. My odds say like those six guys are the six best guys. Green, Tatum, Wiggins, Curry. Uh, sorry, Green, Thompson, Wiggins, Curry, Tatum, Horford. Those are the six guys with the highest sim odds for me. You're still only, based on the aggregate of those, that's 360%. So like three and a half, maybe three, maybe four of those six are going to be in an optimal. How the hell do you sift through that? You don't. I mean, you just... I'm giving you those six guys and I'm telling you the best you could hope for is probably four of them in an optimal. The second most likely scenario is three of those names. So yeah, if you want to fade Curry, it is not outlandish. It's super normal. Same for Tatum. Yeah. It's, this is as hard as I could picture a showdown slate being. But the boy from Cali said, and I just want to, I'm not calling you out. I just want to be clear. This is not what Josh is saying. Said, I'm with Josh. Curry's too expensive. Fade him. I, yeah, that's not what I'm saying at all. I, and he did say single entry, but I, I, you're saying you're going to get Linus without him. And if you do, that's fine. Not because Curry is not too expensive. No. He's expensive, but he's not too expensive. It's just playing Curry means that you're making exceptions elsewhere and vice versa when it comes to Tatum. Yeah. Like if you're going to Curry, you're probably going, your best bet is probably going to like a smart Horford, Rob Williams, Derek white captain. Yeah. Although right. in single entry, we're assuming this is a smaller contest. You can just go to Curry at the captain spot. Who's 17% owned. That was the crazy thing about, I, I was telling you about the, the one single entry that I had, uh, I forget which one it was that you and I were talking about uh, on last stream. And I'm like eighth place out of 3000 with that dr green lineup. And then you went over to the four point play and that lineup was in like 300, 400 plays, you know, size of the contest is everything guys. You got to remember that it is. I kind of love the single entry for showdown too, because Same. you can make a small tweak and not make not have to do anything egregious where you look at it and you go, ah, oh, dude, what am I doing? And you can make you know a lineup with subtle differences. Like last yeah. game, Draymond Green even at captain in a spot like that, or just maybe your one value player is different than the chalky one, and it gives you all of the the leverage you need in in a lot of those single entries. Yeah, it's I really like the single entry mechanism there too. Uh, in the process show, when I walk walk through all the contests you could have here. I'm getting into two separate single entries and a three max, which I love the idea of in these settings, because at best you're going to be, unless you're trying to just play like the, the standard issue cash lineup in these contests, you're going to be duped like no times, potentially one, maybe two. It's not going to be like, Oh, I finished at the top of the four point play with 
227 of my closest friends. Right. Yeah, exactly. Fun slate, though. I'm all about this. We got free projections yeah. today, too. NBA player projections are entirely free over at awesomeo.com. Soon to be, drum roll, please. Hit the drum roll uh, drop, Jordan. We talked we about have this. Do we we have talked that? about this. I'm just kidding. We didn't. And I'm not giving you the name yet anyway. Is he jerking off? Is he pumping off over there? I thought so. Are you spraying all over the place, kid? There's a there's a, a Richard and Sal uh, prank call from the Howard Stern show where they're talking, they're trying to sell something on Swap Shop. Remember they used to do those prank calls? Are you not familiar with that? I didn't watch, to, I never listened to Stern. I'll have to send it to you because it's the greatest thing. She's like, yeah, I, I got this uh, beautiful why sweater. Are you, why are you saying it in Norm's voice? No, it's not. He would do, he would go, <laughs> Richard would go on as Ethel. Like, but my grandson's been, uh, Learning how to pump off, and he's just spraying all over the place. <laughs> you are doing a norm bit right now. No, I tell you, I'll send this to you. There, some of their prank calls are the I, dude. They're some of the funniest things. I've never laughed so hard in my life at some of their prank calls. They're great. This was like the heyday of Howard Stern. If you know, you know, you know. Frank Rizzo. It's not Howard Stern, but that's all I think about when for prank calls are the Jerky Boys. So. Yeah, these are way better, in my opinion. Oh, way, hey, way hey, guy, guy. Way guy. better. Come on. Was he the you kicked my dog? Who? The jerky boys? Yeah. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was. All I remember is Frank Rizzo. <clears throat> they were good, but these are the best. Anyway, player projection free for baseball and for basketball. But if you're looking to get in on everything, 50% off at soon to be named something else. Nothing else changes them. Just a name. Josh is still here. I'm still here. Yeah. Jordan might be still here. All of the tools are only going to get better. Everything's going to continue to get better. Just a name change. That's it. It's like today, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's coming soon. I think I'm not sure when, but it is coming up relatively soon. And uh, I'm pretty stoked for it. But hey, 50% off everything at Awesome. Literally every single tool that we have on the site, all of them built by Awesome himself. Uh, top stacks tool, boom bust ownership projections, player projections, the, the uh, uh, lineup builder, all of the actual player projections, all the simulation tools. Josh did a great job breaking them down the other week, just how valuable they are for every sport. And even if you don't know a lot of these sports, whether it's MMA or NASCAR or PGA or, or eSports or, or tennis, soccer, you name it, that's why the tools are there. Hockey, the, the tools are there. So you don't necessarily need to know a lot of there's a ton of really good players out there that I promise you, you know, a thousand times more than, about when it comes to yeah. sport. Because there's one guy that I remember it was a live final and he was like, yeah, I'm playing the pitcher with the long hair, the long blonde hair on the Mets today in the live final. Now this guy had won many live finals. He's talking about Noah Syndergaard. He had no idea who he was, Josh. And that's not that yeah. uncommon. No, I, look, I played every week. I well, not every week, but like when I play a UFC slate, I'm a UFC fan and I will not know half of that card. Like you don't need to really We've got the data on the web. Yeah. What do you mean? Really? I know. I thought, well, I thought you knew a lot of uh, like all, all of I used cards. to man, but they got like 900 people on the roster. At this yeah, point it is time. getting insane. It's, it's, that's impossible. It's like knowing the backup cornerback on like the Texans or something. It's just, but like, it's just some schmo from Brazil that's fighting in the first card of the, like the first fight of the card. You don't need to know any of that stuff. We've done the dirty work for you. We've done all the hard, 
hard stuff on the back end. We're just bringing you the results. Yeah. Promo code MBA strategy show, all caps, all one word, MBA strategy show, 50% off every single tool on the site for the entirety of the month. And if you want, you can get the fantasy cruncher add on as well. So uh, hit it up. MBA strategy yes. show. When you go and check out at awesome.com slash join all caps, all one word. It's a phenomenal deal. It is. All right. So I think we've actually taken a pretty good approach when it comes to this slate, just diving right into what kind yeah. of is way different about last game. Right. Or, or the, I do want to talk a little bit about that. I, we don't need to spend more time on Curry and Tate. Like you, if you want to captain yeah. them, you can, you're not going to be able to play all three of those guys. It's, it's, it's virtually impossible, but there's many ways to play mid range guys at cap. Just to recap here, anything I'm missing before we start talking value. No, not at all. Okay. If we want, actually, if we want to talk captain, to me, the best captain option on the slate, if you're in a large field contest, is Clay. I like that. 7% I, owned. I think it should be double that. I'm also, yeah, the ownership there is significant. I'm just such a sucker for guys like Draymond Green because when he does have that 10.10 rebound, 10 assist game with, with six stocks, I'm there for it. Yeah. Right? As bad as it's been, and it's been bad, it's just there's so – there's so much upside for a guy like Draymond Green that that I like that. I, I will I have quite a bit. There's so I just think there's a lot of places that you can go to captain and and be fine. Like smart at captain, I think is is totally reasonable. Six yeah. percent. Dude, <laughs> you want to know how ridiculous it is? I have six guys at ten from between ten percent and sixteen percent. That makes sense. Yeah. It does. Like, if you want to tell me you want Draymond, Clay, Wiggins, Curry, Tatum, Jalen Brown, I agree with all of that. You want to tell me you like Horford or Marcus Smart? Yeah, those are you know those are five percent guys to me. I think that's totally reasonable. And I think you also just have to look at it from a standpoint of hey, a lot of these guys are playing forty minutes a night. When you're on the floor for forty minutes a night, you know you can fall into that captain spot uh, optimal. Yeah. But remember, at- two day, two days off. Coming into this game, two days off going into Thursday's yep. game. Yeah. Don't be like Horford's minutes have been light this series. Do not be surprised at all to see Al Horford play 40 minutes because there's three games left in the season. Wednesday to Friday was the only game that only had one day in between. Right. Of the I think entire that's series. I what? think that's very relevant. It is. So I'm running. I'm running my sim right now. You know what else is relevant about that? If you're if you're a Warriors fan, you're going, my God. Yeah, how screwed are we? Steph Curry hurts his foot on the only game where they only have a single day of rest. And then he comes out and drops 43 like <laughs> it was nothing. Insane, dude. Insane. What do you make of Kevon Looney today? I mean, to me, he's the biggest wild card on the slate. I just love the wild cards, though, because I've, <laughs> I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I think, I, think, I think he's not only a wild card. I think in, in certain games, he's a difference maker. I completely agree. Here's how crazy it is. Cause I don't have a good feel for it. No, they took him out of the starting lineup and he played more minutes than he had before. So no, in the whole l- series. Right. Yeah. Right. Good luck <laughs> figuring out. Like, do you assume, I assume he starts again. Otto Porter was not very good. And honestly, you didn't need him to be maybe this was, maybe this is what they wanted to do was to get Kevin Looney off the bench. Like you said, maybe get him away from, Robert Williams a little bit, just set the matchups a little bit better. Yeah. I, it's it's hard for me to say. What I do know is that if you get 28 minutes out of Kevon Looney at that price point, 
you're going to want some of him, especially at sub 20% ownership. Yeah, he's going to be pretty self-fulfilling. Every extra minute that he's out there, you just assume that he's doing really well on the boards and like just putting up a, you know, 14 rebound type affair. He showed up in 19.8% of my Sims. We have him owned at 19.4. That feels about right to me. I don't have a great feel. I'm probably light on his minutes, but at the same time, like, I don't know if, what did he do? What did he play? 28 this last yeah. time out without starting? I can't project him for 28 if he doesn't start again. I don't think I can project him for 28 if he does start, but we need to know that lineup. I think that's relevant. You can't look at it and think if Otto Porter starts again, you cannot look at this game and think he's going to play more minutes than I would have expected previously. Right. Otto Porter played 14 minutes, didn't play any, but yes, I I agree with you. Looney played. He played on. You look at these rotations, man. It's not only, and this is this is what stands out the most to me. You're you will be on the same page for sure. It's not just that Looney got 28 minutes. Looney played seven minutes to close the game. Yeah, that is undeniably significant when Looney's out there to close the game. Am I surprised by it? No, we've been saying this. But am I? Would I be surprised if Steve Kerr decides to do something different? No, and I'm not trying to talk out of both sides of my mouth. If, if, if I'm going with one or the other, I think that Looney continues to get good minutes because they need him on the boards and they clearly need his defense. But I also don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I gave him 24 minutes and I feel pretty comfortable with that. I don't that think good. that like I have, a, I don't have a good feel of going either of like direction. 23 like feels too direction. low, 25 feels too high. I just don't have that feel. Man, closing out the whole game for more than a half a quarter, though, is wild. Wild. I'm, I, I would not have expected him to play the final seven minutes. minutes and whatever, seven minutes and seven seconds, basically. Yeah. Then he came off and came back on for like another 19 seconds. So, he you know, call it eight minutes. He played yeah. like eight straight minutes, basically. But he closed over pool, which doesn't, sh- well, he closed with pool for a bit. Um, well, the final, they, they had Draymond four- off. But I yeah, like I mean, it was, final. it was loony. Yeah. It's interesting stuff. He's done that before too. That, I put- can't believe that Nemanja Bialica played four and a half minutes to start the fourth quarter of game four of the finals. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Nuts, dude. Nuts. Like, I think they want Looney to close. If they, he was a plus 21 for the game. Go back and minutes. look. Go back and look at Looney's plus minus in most of these games. Like it's I think all, Go ahead. I'm just saying it's generally one of the best on the team. I th- you can see in the rotations how much it seems like Kerr was trying to get him out there the mo- he Looney checked in the moment Robert Williams checked out in the first quarter. They brought Robert Williams back in for the final 2 minutes of the quarter. So they overlapped there. Then Looney did not start the second quarter. Rob Williams did. Basically, the moment that Rob Williams came out in the second quarter, Looney came back out, finished that off again. Same sort of situation in the third quarter, but they brought Looney on a little bit earlier. Again, fourth quarter, they tried to play Rob Williams as long as he could. Eventually, just got hurt, had to come off the floor. But was Rob Williams, if Rob Williams wasn't hurt, is he playing the entire fourth quarter? He played 31 minutes. I know. I, I think and you may have been right. They about wanted that. him to play 
35. I think you may have been right about the, the matchup there. It's good for, but honestly, at this rate, it's good for both Looney and for Robert Williams at this point. I mean, I think both of these guys are, they're priced in a spot where you're willing to accept that volatility is the way I would put it. Because the, if, if you're really only getting, if I'm getting 19% ownership from Looney, 1% at captain, uh, Robert Williams at 31%, 4% at captain, so a little bit higher, but neither of these guys are pulling massive ownership. No. So this entire like deep dive that we're doing right now based on Looney has prompted me to look even closer at Robert Williams. And I feel like either I'm underrepresenting him in aggressive in an aggressive way, or like we all are for him to have played 31 and a half minutes without being able to close because he ultimately ended up injured. So we're talking about, he was set to play the entire fourth quarter and 34 minutes. If he's able to be out there. What should we be expecting him to play after two days rest? Is he better? Is it 25 minutes? Is it 26 minutes? Should we just be giving him, like, should we give him 30 right out of the gate? Because well, if he's I playing, know, because if we think Robert Williams is playing 30 minutes, he's probably the best player on Boston. Yeah, but he tweaked his knee again. That's, that. I can't just overlook that. I think he plays. But it's every every damn game you got something going on with these tweaks. So that's if if he came out of that game unscathed, Josh, I'm 100% projecting him for 30 minutes. No question. I I gave him what do I have him at right now? I think 25. What do we have him at on the site? I'd have him at 28 if he plays. We have a yeah, we have a 27.7. I think there's a very I'm low and I'm going to adjust that number up. I think there's a very realistic case to be made that we are also too low. I also think that we're very, we're way too low on Al Horford's minutes at 32. I don't think, I don't, I think Al Horford, I think 32 is perfect for Al Horford. Not in game five. Why? I think the more likely scenario is like 36 today. But he ha- he's played 33, 28, 30, and 28. Two days off heading. There's three games left in the season. They've had two days off for every game but one. Yeah, the most recent one. Right. But yeah. he's played. So, like that trend stopped for the most recent game that we just played. It Look, they don't. There's not a lot of time left here. There's not a lot of juice left to be squeezed out of Al Horford. I think they start to squeeze it now. But I think they might like what they have going on with him playing last minute. One of Al Horford or Rob Williams has to play significantly more minutes today. Put it that way. Like, if you think Rob Williams' knee is a problem, I think you by default have to think that Al Horford's playing more than 32 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm still giving Robert Williams right now 28 minutes. Which is crazy to think for a guy that was set up to play 36 the game before this. I know. If, like, you're, if you're willingly I'm, eating eight minutes from a guy that we both agree they want out there in a closing lineup if he can be there. I'm just trying to – I agree, but I'm saying I'm trying to account for the injury without, without accounting for it to the point where I'm giving him 23 minutes either, you know. So this, this is going to be fun, man. I can't – this is going to – you and I are on Live Before Lock tonight before the playback, yeah. right? Yeah. Ooh. All right, so that means that we're going – from eight to nine Eastern. Uh-huh. And then we're going from nine to eleven thirty, watching all four quarters of this game together. Correct. All right. I love it. 
It's going to be a lot of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Playback.com slash room slash awesome. Jordan, put it yeah. on the screen. Do you have that graphic by any chance that we can throw it? We don't have it. That's cool. Great work. Playback.com. No, getplayback.com. Sorry. Getplayback.com slash room slash awesome. Right. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. I, after, like, I looked at this slate for like an hour and a half this morning. I did contenders videos, whatever. Just doing this show now has me like completely rethinking the way that I need to project Boston. It's going to make a huge difference. I'm going to be, I can tell you this much right now. Unequivocally, I'm going to have a lot of Al Horford today. I know I'm going to be well over the field. I gave him 34 minutes. I don't even think that I'm being aggressive to give Al Horford 34 minutes in a game five of the finals. That alone is going to put him in everything for me. Well, hey, if nothing else, we're going to have some good meltdowns or some good sweats. You know, we're going to have some good stuff wait. tonight. Uh, I can't wait. I I'm going to be sweating plenty of bets on top of that too. Check out over at the odds shopper channel, O D D S shopper, all one word, but odds shopper, all one word. Uh, I do the best bets video for all of these games. We're on a seven Oh run, Josh, we're on a seven Oh run. So let's keep it going, man. Let's keep it going. I'm excited for everything tonight. I love this. I'm going to be bummed when the series is over. I'm fully invested right now. I want to I want to close this show out with a, a little bit of value here to see if there's anything outside of you know Bielitsa who and he's not really there's nobody getting a lot of ownership that's cheap. Before we do though, nohouseadvantage.com. You know we're talking about this now, right? When it comes to Horford or it comes to Robert Williams or Kevon Looney, uh, the, the the Kevon Looney thing. The reason I've harped on it so much is because I was on the overs on rebounds for Looney last game before he came off the bench and then I saw and then we ended up getting there in the first half because he's dominator on the boards those are opportunities though that oftentimes you can take advantage of it no house advantage because it's a player prop player prop you're building lineups with player props there's no juice on either side of these and you are not you're not restricted by salary cap you're just the ones that go up at the top of the lineup get the most points the ones at the bottom that you're least confident get the fewest points but the props are static. So when crazy stuff happens throughout the day that other people might not be reacting to, but books are reacting to, no house advantage. They don't change there. You can get great edges, find good advantages over there. Uh, and the $25 for free when you sign up using the promo code awesome. A-W-E-S-E-M-O. That's all new users get $25 deposit bonus when they sign up for the first time. Nice prize pulls over there. Uh, and there's, of course, like I said, the, 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 prop, the, the props are static. They don't move throughout the day. Compare them using all of our tools. The No House Advantage projections, completely free at Awesome every day of the week. The Optimal Lineup tool, free every day of the week. Odd Shopper, free. Uh, player Prop tool, free. All of that. Go to NoHouseAdvantage.com or download it in the App Store, Google Play Store, wherever it is you like, and get playing over there. NoHouseAdvantage.com, sponsor of the Strategy Show. All right, so... Well, yeah, and, and uh, Mr. Nice Guy said, hit the like button, you uncultured swine. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Agreed. Please, get us to Agreed. 100. It'd be great. We need 13 to get to 100 on this uh, Game 5 Monday morning strategy show. Greatly appreciated in advance for those of you that help us achieve that goal. All right, what are we doing with value? Is there anything we can get to that's even remotely decent today? No. I mean, Bielitz is 1,400. 
he played seven minutes. It appears that like if he's willing, if they're willing to start the second quarter and the fourth quarter with him, I mean, like I never put anything past Kerr. Could he turn that into Kaminga? It wouldn't be surprised, but I don't think that's a likely scenario any longer in the game five. So I assume that Bielitz is at least getting that second quarter start run. We'll see what we do there. He's 17% owned. That seems about right. After that, it's, they don't appear to be interested in going to Gary Payton for all that much. He's 3,400. He's like a 10 You got lucky on him last game. Sure did. Uh, Peyton Pritchard's 2,800. Like, he's going to play whatever minutes Marcus Smart doesn't play, and that's it. Uh, Grant Williams is down to 3,800, but he's been phased out more and more in this series. It doesn't seem like that's the way it goes, but so here's, here's, here's what I would say. I think Grant Williams is the most interesting pay down option in this game, because if you're nervous about Robert Williams, if you're light on Robert Williams, you might as well be heavier on Grant Williams because he is the guy that gets the direct benefit potentially could also be Derek white, but Derek white's already 6,400. You can see the path to Grant Williams. If you think Robert Williams knee is hurt, that's but like, there are no legitimate value options out there today. There really aren't. And there really shouldn't be if we're being completely honest about it like it's possible that some guys get some additional run but from what we've seen if the game's competitive this is what you mentioned uh this is what you mentioned earlier that the only real way any of these benches get expanded or or you know considerably would be one blowout like significant blowout this has to be a huge blowout in order for that to happen because if it's a 15 point game midway through the fourth you're not pulling your starters no or no or significant foul trouble. But the problem with that is, is if you get guys in significant foul trouble, like, you know, in the front with with Golden State, you can just give Jordan Poole more minutes and he's already not a value guy, right? You so it's not like foul trouble is necessarily going to create big opportunities for one of these 1K guys. It's just not really in the cards. No, that you need a blowout to unlock the one K guys or Bielitsa just shoots the lights out in the like six minutes that he gets by them. Bielitsa is the only guy that can like actually affect it. That's paid down. If he's playing those minutes again, you never know what somebody's just going to fall into. They put up like two fantasy points per minute. If Bielitsa scores 14, you have to have him. Not okay. likely though. Let's be clear. here. Definitely unlikely. How many minutes are you projecting him for? I think I gave him six. Okay. Yeah. But I like, clearly not a guy that I feel comfortable with. Uh, I gave him six. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Well over a hundred likes. This has been a fun show. It has fun navigating this slate in the morning can be helpful for both of us. I know. Including I, Jack, or the I mean, I got a lot out of this already. Yeah. Good stuff. Appreciate you guys. Hit that thumbs up on your way out. Subscribe. Follow Josh at Josh Ingham and me, Alafi underscore D. L-O-U-G-H-Y underscore D. Shout out to our boy Jordan Klein. And uh, hey, Josh, we're going to be back tonight, not only for Live Before Live, but watching the game in real time. Zero delay. Same screen. Everyone sees us. Everyone sees the screen at the same time. Chat is simultaneous with what we're saying. There's no delay. I can't say more good things about the playbacks uh, platform. I love it. I'm bringing snacks tonight so that I can sit and eat some chips or pretzels or some such oh, shit. Oh, smart. Gonna have yeah. yeah, last time you 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 came up short on the snacks. I might need I some did. snacks too. I did. I don't want to have to make try to make queso at 11:30. <laughs> Walking around with your phone trying to yeah. get that to work. We'll see you guys tonight for both of those deeper dive before that. See you soon. Peace.